Welcome to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. Today we will continue our series on the end times prophecy. Listen in as Ray begins to unfold the truth. Hi, I'm Ray Sturdivant. We're studying the end times, and today we're continuing to take a look at the symbolism of Daniel chapter 2. As we saw last week, Daniel chapter 2 is all about the dream that Nebuchadnezzar, the ruler of Babylonian Empire, had and his search for someone to interpret the dream. The dream pertained to the kings or empires that would follow Nebuchadnezzar and were symbolized by a statue. Each section of the statue represents a different empire that will rule the same area of the Middle East throughout history. We pick up the story in verse 41 where we left off last week with the Antichrist kingdom symbolized by the legs of iron and the feet and toes of iron and clay. Daniel 2.41 In that you saw the feet and toes partly of potter's clay and partly of iron, it will be a divided kingdom. But it will have in it the toughness of iron inasmuch as you saw the iron mixed with common clay. As the toes of the feet were partly of iron and partly of pottery, so some of the kingdom will be strong and part of it will be brittle. And in that you saw the iron mixed with common clay, they will combine with one another in the seed of men, but they will not adhere to one another, even as iron does not combine with pottery. The common seed of men seems to be referring to the common lineage of Islam since many Muslims find their heritage in the seed of flesh of Ishmael and Esau. They cannot get along with each other as expressed as, they will not adhere to one another. The two legs of the statue seem to represent the great divisions of Islam Sunni and Shia. Iron is a representation of law throughout Scripture, and Islam is a totally law-based belief system. Islam crushes all the other kingdoms, meaning it will completely take over the region controlled by the previous three empires. Islam has a long history of completely destroying everything about a culture when it takes it over. The ten toes are the ten kings or nations that align with the Antichrist in the end times kingdom. These ten toes line up with the ten horns of Revelation 13. Some of the nations in the federation are weak, and some are strong, as expressed in verse 42, as some of the kingdom will be strong, and part of it will be brittle. Brittle is an interesting way to describe a nation. When something's brittle, it has a hard outer surface, but is easily broken when the right pressure is applied. This reminds me of how easily Iraq fell when the right pressure was applied militarily, when so many thought it would be a devastating task to defeat them. Let's now move into verse 44 of Daniel 2. In the days of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which will never be destroyed, and that kingdom will not be left for another people. It will crush and put to an end all these kingdoms, but itself will endure forever. Inasmuch as you saw that a stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and that it crushed the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God has made known to the king what will take place in the future, so the dream is true, and its interpretation is trustworthy. Christ is the stone cut out of the mountain without hands, and it's a depiction of his divine nature since he is cut without hands. In other words, no man took part in his creation speaking of his virgin birth. He crushes the Antichrist and puts to an end all Gentile kingdoms, since after this he will rule for a thousand years. He never leaves the throne of his last empire. I'm Ray Sturdivant, Mining the Truth. Thanks for listening to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. If you have questions or comments about the show, visit us online at miningthetruth.com. Thanks again for listening, and join us tomorrow as we continue to uncover hidden treasure.